Everybody, welcome back to the Rodcast. How are you doing today, Pastor Rod? Doing great. Thanks, Lewis. Awesome. I hope you guys have been enjoying this new series, um, and uh, I've been enjoying it. You've been having a good time, Pastor Rod? I love it. Love sharing on the the wonderful local church around Come the world. On. Yeah. Yeah. Incredible. And today, we've got a great topic. Uh, we're talking about connect groups, which are the small groups of Lifehouse Church and a very, very significant part of our church. Um, and obviously, a lot of churches around the world um, have small groups. They might be called different things and look different and do different things. But so today, we're talking about Lifehouse um, connect groups. So just firstly, Pastor Rod, tell us what is a connect group in Lifehouse? Uh, connect group is just a small group. Um, they could meet on Zoom, could meet in a house, could meet in a cafe, but it's it's limited by size to some degree. It's a a smaller group that gets together for purposes of following God and sharing with each other, and um, we just love them. They're great. Come on. Um, and so we have a couple of different types of connect groups at Lifehouse. Do you want to just give us a quick rundown of those? Yeah, I think that we have uh, three different types. Um the number one is what we call Bible Connects. We can we can wheel back to these, but just quickly, Bible Connect is that we get, get together and share what God has said to us uh, in our journaling, and then we do a part of a study together from God's Word, and then we pray over what we experience together. That's a Bible Connect. Number two is a Community Connect, which could be a bicycle club or a, a food-making uh, club or a dinner club or... Um, just hang out together club, just just this connection mainly about fellowship but under the care of our church. And the number three is what we call outreach uh, connect groups, which are really about online, most of them are online, um, language exchange, doing alpha together, some form of outreach online, and they are dynamic as well. So all mm. three are working incredibly well in Lifehouse churches. Love it. Fantastic. Um so, yeah, diving in, maybe we could talk, you talk about them together or each, the three different types individually. Um, but why do we do connect groups? What's the purpose of running these groups? Oh, wow. Well, each has, each has purpose. Um, the Bible Connect is probably our most, what I'd call, you know, in the, in the book of Acts, they said they met in the temple and from house to house. At, you know, and this got a scripture here, Acts twenty twenty. Paul writes, you know that I have not hesitated to preach anything that would be helpful to you, but have taught you publicly and from house to house. So there's a teaching, mm. there's a community, there's a connect, there's prayer, there's there's a lot of things um, that we read about in the New Testament. The only thing it probably doesn't have that the bigger community meeting has is um, you know la- larger scale um, message from the pastor. Um, a sense of the bigness, the awe of, of the community. So I think what Paul is saying both here in Acts chapter 2 also talks about this is that there are v- various things that we need a smaller group of believers. So the Bible Connect is really for believers and for inviting our friends to come and experience the community of Jesus. And um, so that, that that I just love it. You know, I got saved uh, 43 years ago now, and I always went to a connect group, always, and as well as mm. the Sunday or the bigger service. So to me, it's not one or the other. It's both in the New Testament, but it's definitely a, a spiritual meeting, and we're going to come out of it lifted, um, hopefully transformed, um, mm. revelation, uh, friendship, 
prayer, uh, just those, all those very powerful things that I think need to happen in a small group. Mm. Amazing. Love it. Um, well, let's dive a bit specifically into Bible Connect groups. Yeah. Um, so those probably are our main bulk of groups there. And um, I guess, you know, you, a lot of pastors and churches around the world are quite interested in what Lifehouse does in Connect groups. And you get asked a lot of questions, um, yeah. which is interesting because it's, you know, as I said, Connect groups is not a unique thing that Lifehouse does. It's done all no. over the world. Um but what is, if anything, when you teach about connect groups, Bible connect groups to talk to other pastors and teams, what surprises them about the way Lifehouse does connect groups, Bible connect groups? Yeah, I think they, you know, I, do teach, I do teach this on Zoom right now all around the world to, to whole movements and individual churches. So it's, it's like a, a topical issue that we're talking about, like almost like a return to let's talk about small groups or connect groups. Mm. The question I, I get asked the most is, do the pastors or leaders have to be part of a connect group themselves? And my answer is yes, because it's not a department. It's a lifestyle. Mm. And I also say to them, you know, like you and your leaders are probably the the, the most experienced, um, if I can use a sports analogy, the most experienced players in the field. And um, we're not we're not playing a game, but you, you get the, the metaphor, the picture. Um, and, and so they need to be involved in the whole whole process of modeling and maintaining good connect groups, which is probably mm. something we need to talk about something here um, because some people have had an experience of what they call a bad connect group or I, I, I wasn't interested. We could talk about that too, but I'm interested in, in creating or helping create life groups or connect groups or whatever you want to call them where there is actually life transfer, transformation. Mm. People are lifted. People want to go. The leaders want to lead. Those form of connect groups I get asked all the time. And my, my first answer is the pastors and the leaders must be in one to experience it and to model it to other people. Another mm. one I get a lot is how long do connect groups go for? It seems to be mm. almost the next question. How long do your connect groups go for? And again, I've been in connect, in connect groups for 43 years and I've seen them from, you know, half an hour through to three hours. I've seen, I've seen every, every time. Yeah. <laughs> and so we've, we've landed on one in, in, in our life house and, and we're not saying anybody else should do this, um, but we have decided that our, our actual program part or the, the organized part should be 45 minutes, whether it's on mm. Zoom or in person. I know some go shorter. But the, le- the, 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 the upper end is 45 minutes. Now, when I say that, people will immediately say, well, there's no time for chatting and fellowship. I say, oh, well, that happens before and after our 45 minutes. So mm. it, it doesn't have to be limited to 45 minutes, but the actual life transfer part, we do limit to 45 minutes because uh, especially here in Asia, uh, in our cities of Tokyo and Osaka, and, and then we've got Hong Kong and, you know, we've got other parts of the world. Um, people are just so busy, just so mm. busy. And um, when we limit it to that, we say, oh, we're finishing now, you can stay for fellowship or you can go. We find most people go, some stay. So that's a choice. But that mm. fellowship component can be before or le- leading up to the the event or after after the event but 45 minutes 
gives people a starting and finishing time that they can put in their diary or their calendar and decide, you know what, I can keep, I can keep doing that every week. That's, that's sustainable for mm. me to do. So that's, I think, one of the major reasons um, yeah. we do put in that 45 minutes, but it's also about a run sheet or the way we run it that it fits into 45 minutes. Yeah, great. Um, and it just makes it easier for people to commit to knowing when they join a group, they're committing to the 45 minutes and you said the rest is great and optional. Um, very easy for people to jump in. Um, so what about the whole part of, you know, the first part of a Bible connect group is we go around, we share some good news and, and share something from our journaling, something God's spoken to. Um, do you think that surprises people as well? Absolutely does. Um, I think probably the, the greetings at the beginning is no surprise, but mm. because because our our connect groups are all on a line or, or a, um, a messaging app together, we probably have shared some good news or some prayer points in the week or the month. Mm. So when we get together, people know something of anyone with sickness or something in the family or a new job offer, or there's, there's actually some background to turning mm. up and saying, hey, I'm going to use the word Jerry because I don't know any Jerry's in that church. Okay, um, <laughs> hey Jerry, um, heard you got you know job interview. You had that go, so you're straight into the good news. It doesn't have to mm. be, um, you know, agonizingly long waiting for someone to ah, oh, you know, uh, um, that takes a lot of time. So we want to get straight in. So the leader just says, "Hey, we've had some great prayer reports and some praise reports and." I call it the I'm okay, you're okay time, that first part. I'm okay, you're okay. But the group, the team, we're okay. Let's, And then we can move on to the journal share, which is something a little bit unique, I think, to Lifehouse. Not that it makes us better, but it, it is different. Mm. And we, um, we've talked about journaling, which is just, just five minutes every day, read the next verse and say, God, what would you say to me today? And the revelation people get is so basic. But so life-giving, so transforming. Things like God speaking to me about faith, or loving my wife more, or uh, having faith for another job. But but it's it's micro miracles in reading God's word. Mm. So when we come to the part we call journal share in Connect Group, it's one minute, one verse going around the group. Um, so I've got ten in the group. We have ten minutes to do that section, and it, it may not be that cut and dried. But that's the goal: is that everyone gets to share something from God and the new person won't understand. So we'll just say, well, just listen and we'll explain it to you a little bit later or we might we might do something right there. Um, mm. We include all people that want to be included. And if someone says pass or I don't want to share, fine, next person. So there's no obligation to speak, but we want people to have a chance to speak about what God has spoken to them. We call that journal share. So mm. that first minute, you know, I'm okay, you're okay, journal share is probably 15 minutes right there and we're, we're feeling good, we've shared something already, everyone has spoken or had the chance to speak already. This is going to be a good group. This is a now mm. an open-facing group and uh, men and women both the same, there's open and now we're going to be ready for the next part, which is the Bible study. Mm. I don't know if you want to Amazing. introduce that, but that's the, the yeah. next part. Yeah, well, firstly, just just circling back to the the journal share, um, what do you think the impact is of that? People showing up each week, sharing what God's saying to them, hearing what God's saying to their their 
you know, the other people in the group, their friends. Um, what's the impact of that? It, it's incredible. Um, I, I call it sharing, like my, sharing your micro miracle. And when I say that, it could be just someone saying I'm growing in faith or love or whatever. But it actually is meaningful to them and to the group. And they are speaking out the word of God over their own life. Um, it just adds. I think it's the key, the key. If anyone wants to ask what is the the key or the the silver bullet or whatever you want to call it about Lifehouse, I think this is it. Journaling wow. and then sharing it. Wow. Um, just it has a has a transforming effect. People lift, people grow, people um, are sharing about also about inner healing if they want to. They don't have to, but they're talking about just leaving things behind or God spoke to me about you don't need to do that anymore or something from the Word of God or revelation about their job or about who they are. and You're just hearing these little things, but everyone's sharing something at some time. Mm. Now, that doesn't mean every week is like that, but just so, at some time people are sharing what God is doing in their life. In fact, if you were to ask them, what is God saying to you? They could answer that. They would actually answer that. They say, "Well, mm. you know, it's just a little bit about grace," or, that. but it's actually real. It's not mm. like just a, oh, I'll put a little bit of something out to impress you. No, no, it's actually transformational. It's life change, and so they're sharing mm. around the group for one minute, just one minute, one scripture of what is God is doing in their life, and they are confessing it. They are speaking it, and everyone's cheering. And, of course, if someone's having a hard time, we're not saying you've got to have a positive uh, spin, but we're mm. believing that they'll say something like, I feel God's comfort. I feel mm. God is helping me and my family. And then that's going to be prayer later on. So it doesn't all have to be happy clappy, but it, it is real. It's, it's, it's definitely a real heart moment. And I've, I've had some men, some big manly men at the beginning say, oh, I don't share anything. But over time, they see what people are saying and they say, I can do that too. And they jump mm. in and they say, can I share something? Sure. And they'll say, you know, I just, I feel, you know, there's something in me for a new job and everyone goes, great. It's just when there's a buy-in, it's mm. big. And and even the more reluctant ones sort of just jump in with what God said. There, there's a, it's, like, it's like a basketball team. It's just like we all went time out. Wow. Amazing. Praise God. Let's pray about that, and then we move on. Mm. Um, and if it's a sad one, we we pray and we move on. Yeah, but I do think I think this is the 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 the, the silver bullet. This is the mm. and people say, well, how is that biblical? You know, if you're saying it's a silver bullet, where would you put it? I just, you know, in in Ephesians where Paul is writing to the whole Ephesian church, he says, I. You're adopted as sons and daughters of God and you're blessed and you're called. And then he says, and I pray the eyes of your heart would be enlightened to know the strength in Christ and and who is Christ. And I just think as we read and share, that's Paul's prayer, that we are Mm -hmm. growing, we're being strengthened and knowing more about ourselves and Christ's help. So I've been thinking about that one, actually. What is it? And I I think that's the scripture I would land on what Mm. is happening. We're sharing that Holy Spirit moment of, you know, ka-ching, the the, the aha moment or the this is it. And Mm. it it might seem small and it, it could be small, but to the person, it's never small. 
Mm. And it's, it's just, it, it builds the group's faith and love. What, what do you think, Lewis? Can I throw that one back on you? What do you think yeah, about journal sure. share? <laughs> yeah, I've thought a lot about this actually. And I think there's, it does so many things. Um, everything you just said. Um, <clears throat> I think another element to it is that it really reinforces this fact that God's speaking to everybody, right. not just the leader or the pastors. Uh, when it's a group where, you know, show up and, you know, the, the leader can share an incredible teaching and have a great discussion, but it's all kind of, you know, the, the group showing up just to receive. But when they're showing up and they're sharing what God's saying to them, I think it's just every week it's reinforcing that message of God wants to speak to you every day, just as much as he wants to speak to Pastor Rod or any of the pastors yeah. or the leaders. I think that's so powerful element to that. Um yeah, and let me just yeah, jump in. I'm sure you, you feel yeah. the same that on a Sunday when we're preaching, mm. we know that it's this is not the only word they've got this yeah. week. This yeah. is adding to the little bits, the, the micro miracles and the, the mm. little words and the big words. And sometimes you're sharing and they're actually going to hear something connect mm. that wasn't your main point at all, but it, it was the word and they're just connecting the dots and saying that's what God is saying. And yeah, all over the congregation, you're seeing people alive and awake, not falling mm. asleep because it's they're, they're living in this revelation mm. through the Word of God. Mm. Um, and so, as a pastor, um, I'm more relaxed about preaching. I don't have to be the super pastor or the super preacher mm. that brings it every week. You know, like bring it, pastor. Which <laughs> I, that'd be nice, but we all miss. And even in those weeks where you feel you miss, someone is going to come up and say, you know, that was a great message. God spoke to me. What they're saying is that confirmed something God has already said to me mm. or that added to something God has been speaking to me. Yeah. And you just sort of smile and, you, and, you, and you, you're not going to tell them I, I really missed it. You're going to say, well, praise the Lord. You know? yeah. <laughs> it, it, it really is and I think the people are more awake, as I just said, in the congregation because mm. they're they're electric with the Word of God. They're alive, mm. and then you're speaking the Word, and it's just connecting. For those just listening, I'm putting my hands together. There's a connection mm. uh, in the Holy Spirit. Totally. Yeah, 100%. And I think another factor to it as well, it really helps the, the leaders to give um, – guidance to some of the members you know especially newer christians when they've just started yeah. reading the bible and they'd have no idea of the context of scriptures and um and so just being able to see as well kind of where people are at and give mm. a bit of help and a bit of guidance i think is really insightful sure. to see where people's lives are, are headed and to encourage yeah. when it's going well and, and to maybe bring some some teaching and um some instruction um especially for those newer christians just learning how to read the bible i think it's incredibly helpful that's great one of the questions i do get from especially pastors and leaders around the world is you know if people are sharing this this journal every week it, isn't there a room for some strange things like mm. is doesn't that happen and i've thought a lot about that and my my, my immediate answer is i haven't heard many if 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 any, um, but as a leader, I can correct it or redirect it. I think mm. sometimes someone says something, you know, the, about a parable and that there's a little bit something different. And as a leader, you could say, well, wouldn't it mean more like this? Mm. And people go, oh, yeah. So it's actually a teaching moment. Yeah. But I have to say that happens so rarely unless yeah. they're reading something like a, you know, book of Revelation or something quite sure. esoteric. 
which is the word of God, but it's difficult. Mm. Um, but people ask that question, and and the other answer I get I give is if they're religious, they're going to always give something strange, mm. um, or if they've heard a religious teaching, they get it's going to affect them. So we need to we need to teach as leaders clear clear biblical you know doctrine, and 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 um, this is what the word says on that. Mm. Uh, maybe in the area of sexuality or the area of relationships, husband, wives, and 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 our roles, and mm. you know, there's there's some big ones. We probably need to bring a little correction, but almost always, I'm astounded mm. at how how really amazing it is. People are sharing, yeah, and and when they share something, and you just think, wow, you just know they've grown in discipleship. You just yeah. know that because they've added that word to their heart and their mind. Mm. And that's where that growth happens. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, someone shares something quite big, and you're mm. thinking, "That's a great scripture. I'm, I'm going to use that too." And yeah. <laughs> um, but the person has actually grown. What mm. I call the, the I, I call them they're in the elevator, like, yeah. and and God just like ground one, and then God pressed number four, and all of a sudden they just grew. Mm. They got healed of their past, or something in their past, or a revelation of who they are in Christ, or self-esteem or falling off some some stuff, bad stuff. Mm. And all of a sudden, they've got this new revelation of who they are and, and where they're going. And you think, wow, you just you just went up an elevator ride. And that yeah. can happen to anyone, mm. even people who've had some quite serious past issues. God can touch mm. and, and God will touch if we allow him to. It's, it's really exciting. Yeah. Yeah, and I think the more we... Th- Thing and talk about. I think the more um, elements we see to this, I think another thing is it really gives people the confidence to share the word of God. It's building this confidence right. in being able to share to other people. Um, I think of our campus pastor in Hiroshima Atsushi, um, young Japanese man, came to church as a university student, was a very genuine seeker of Jesus, but wasn't didn't make a decision to believe uh, for about a year. But he would come to Connect Group every week, Bible Connect Group, and he would share as a non-believer what God's saying to him from the Bible <laughs> <laughs> every week. Yeah, I don't believe in Jesus yet, but this is what Jesus told me this week. Um, I love it. <laughs> and ah. it set him up that when he really made that decision and believed, he was ready. He was ready to go. He was ready to tell other people and he he's built that is building that habit of sharing mm. every week what god is saying to you i think that's that's incredibly powerful as well i, I totally agree with that talk you know that talks about the you know you speak with the mouth you know and mm. the power of the tongue the power of the mouth mm. and and um speaking forth your faith absolutely lewis and, and to see mm. atsushi that young man grow he, uh, you know you're discipling him but to see the growth uh in a shorter time Mm. which is exciting here in Japan because, you know, when we came, um, a lot of people said some things, a lot of foreigners said things about Japanese that we don't feel is true. They mm. said things like, you know, it might take, you know, 10 years to see a Japanese saved or 10 years to see a Japanese discipled. And we never believed that, right? Just, no, mm. that's not Bible, you know. That's just, that's that's not right. And And throwing away those sort of preconceived ideas on the Japanese, I think opened them up to become you know, saved in in a shorter time. It takes a bit of time. Mm. But then the discipleship happens fast, right, with Japanese because they're so yeah. – the word is majime in Japanese. It's this, yeah. this, this seriousness about mm. the Bible. They love the Bible. Yeah. It, yeah. It's absolutely incredible. So 
you know, I've, I've said sometimes Japanese are a little bit hard to save, but they're easy to disciple because they have this searching heart. And um, I don't mean they're hard to get saved, but it's just it takes longer when you have no knowledge of Christ. Yeah. But again, like you, you said, especially reading the Bible and applying mm. it and praying to the God of the Bible. Mm. The strange thing is, Lewis, that's what I did as a 19-year-old. That's right. Before I yeah. became a Christian too. For six months, mm. I, I was like Atsushi as, mm. as, a, as an Australian with some, you know, obviously Christian background in the nation. I knew about Easter and Christmas and that, but I didn't know Jesus. And I too read the Bible before I was a believer and loved it and was drawn to Jesus. So I get that. I get that whole thing about, you know, people getting a word before they get saved. Mm. Um, in fact, it's probably the reason they got saved. <laughs> they got a word. <laughs> yeah. God touched them. Yeah, amazing. And I think maybe last thought I got rattling around my brain on this is that I think it really helps all of us to stay consistent in this habit of hearing mm. from God daily. Um, you know, we talked about journaling in a previous episode with Pastor Adrian, but um, I just think, you know, knowing you're going to show up and have an opportunity to share, I think it's it's that good, that community. Uh, we're doing yeah. this together. We're hearing from God together. We're encouraging each other. Uh, I think it really helps, um, you know, solidify that 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 habit um, of wanting to hear from God every day, mm. getting a word because you're seeing it. You have an opportunity to share it. You're seeing other people share it. It encourages that. And I think that's a huge part of helping, um, you know, new new people to our church and new believers especially build that habit of hearing yeah. from God daily. That's so good. And, and this is what we're trying to teach around the world. If people want to learn from us, this is what we will teach. Mm. Again, not every church has to do this at all. We're not saying that. But we are saying this. If, if you want to know why we have grown, this is it. This is mm. the reason. And, you know, like a couple of years ago before before the pandemic, if I would talk about this, a, a lot of pastors were not interested. Um, mm. Not that they saw it as lo, low, low value, but just couldn't grasp it. But mm. now there is such a passion to understand basic discipleship. Mm. So when I'm teaching this, people are taking notes and they're trying this and tell us about that and what's happening there. And there's actually a... A real learning moment, I think, right now about mm. uh, this journaling. And this, let me say it again, this is not Lifehouse. This is mm. something that's been used through the 2,000 years of church history. Yeah, It's just been rediscovered and has different names yep. given to it through the years. It, it doesn't matter what we call it, but um, when I read a book by Eugene Peterson, um, who wrote the message, who translated the message translation, which we love, Mm. Um, he's the one that wrote a whole a whole chapter on this that in history was called Divine Reading. Wow. Divine Reading. Um, and um, there was evidence of people just reading the Bible and saying, God, would you speak to me from this? Now, we know there's an original context. We're not yeah. saying oh, I'm the fulfillment of this Bible. We're saying there was an original context, but God still speaks, and mm. God still speaks the same lessons. And God's going to speak to me. And so there's this, there's this concept of, of hearing God's voice mm. for ourselves through his word, which keeps yep. us safe. Yeah, it's true. And I, I'm thinking back now as a, as a teenager in a great church in New Zealand growing up, I was taught basically um, this concept of journaling um, from a young age. But I think I was never really consistent in, in it until I came to Lifehouse as an 18-year-old. And I think there, just 
um, going back to my point before that I shared it, I think that's what helped me become consistent was that connect in connect group every week it was shared and I had a chance to share and I was hearing it shared and that was really very small change seemingly but that really built that habit of me hearing from God every day and changed my life that's awesome mate I, I love it and that's why you're so effective in in helping others and, yeah. and again that's why I think all pastors and leaders need to be part of a small group and able to share what God is saying to us as a mm. We're not doing it just as a model, but it, it is a model. Mm. It is a you know people people, as Paul said, imitate me as I imitate Christ. And there's something yep. of imitation here that that helps. Mm. And if people miss out here and there a day here, that it doesn't matter. This is not legalistic. This yep. is not to be about guilt, but it's about to be. Why wouldn't you want to hear from the God of the universe? Why wouldn't mm. you just want to read one more scripture and say, God speak to me? Could be in the train, yeah, or. I wouldn't uh, encourage you while you're driving, but uh, yeah. unless you've got it on a, you know, playing it on your iPhone or something. But mm. um, I, I just think you can do it five minutes anywhere as long as I don't feel guilty. Yeah, and and that's a key that we teach also. Just 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 give God five minutes. Love and I think it. if people say I haven't got five minutes to give God, well, that's a different that's a different issue right there. I think. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so really. <laughs> Really, how much time do you spend on looking at other people's posts and then, oh, I don't have time for five minutes for God. I'd like to challenge that in a good mm. way and say, come mm. on, God wants to speak to you today. Yeah, amen. Love it. Well, um, if we go back back to the run sheet of the Bible Connect group, so the f- first 15 minutes, power-packed, life-changing, um, but we've still got um, 30 minutes to go. So what's the next part look like? The next part is what we call the Bible study, um, and it's about 20 minutes. And we've got a, an app, uh, a church app, most churches do, as is called um, Lifehouse International Church. It's a, it's a, little, it's a little blue one. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to sneak it up there. There it is. It looks there like it that. Is. If you're just on podcast, sorry, but it's a blue wave, and it says uh, Lifehouse International Church. Um, if you go there and get that, it's free, of course, um, and open it up. The, there's a lot of buttons, and again, if you're on podcast, sorry, but you'll just see it. And you can also get it through um, mylifehouse.com slash bluebook altogether. Mm-hmm. And this comes up, little buttons, and one of the buttons is called the Blue Book. And we're going to talk about that in our next session, but let me just give yeah. you a little teaser that the Blue Book started from my first year's preaching in Japan. So it's the basics. Mm-hmm. And it grew out of that, what do you do now with young leaders? What do you do now, now with future So it grew. It's about 100 studies. And um, in the blue book, out of those 100 studies, you can study anyone, is probably a lot, a lot of scripture for 20 minutes. So one study is not to be done in a night. Like, that's just too much. Uh, so recently I looked at one on grace and it had about 10 scriptures and I shared just three, three that I, I as, as the leader, I, I chose three and, and talked about who we are and why we need grace. So the purpose of the study is not to do the study. The purpose of the study is meant to share uh, information from the Word of God that will transform. Mm. And then we discuss it through asking questions. So that's 20 minutes, but it can't be just a talking head. It's not just the the one with the, the deepest teaching teachers. Mm. Um, those groups don't seem to grow that fast if it's like built on a just a teaching gift. Now, I'm not saying we're bad teachers, 
but I'm saying we can teach anybody to do this mm. um, and to enjoy this. So yeah. we do the preparation. We do the preparation on the blue book and then there's some other things we can talk about um, in the next hour after this, not, not today. But um, it's done for you. So I say to the leaders, because the prep is done for you, choose it and pray over it and turn up happy. Like, mm. and, and that, just as a side note, this is why we have such longevity with our connect group leaders. Mm. Because in churches in the past, I've seen a big turnover where people say, I'm too busy, I can't do the preparation, I can't do this. With Lifehouse, we say, we've done the preparation, just look at it, choose a few things, pray and turn up happy, and right. the group's going to be happy. So 20 minutes, a uh, bit of information from Jesus or from the Bible, and then questions. Mm. Now, this form of Bible study is not new either. This yeah. has been done all through history. In fact, Jesus was the greatest question asker. He asked mm. something like 340 questions. Can you believe it? <laughs> so the whole thing of asking questions, reading a scripture about, you know, grace and um, you know, we might do, well, this is what I did do. I did Romans 8, 1. There is now no condemnation for those in Christ Jesus because the law of the spirit of life has set me free from the law of sin and death. So there's mm. no condemnation. So then immediately we can go into question asking, saying, well, so why do we feel condemnation, men? You know, why, yeah. you feel condemnation sometimes, right? Yeah, yeah. Why? The Bible says mm. it. So it's got to be applied word. You know, someone says, well, I used to be like that, but I got better by reading God's word. That's a great answer. What about you, Jerry? I'll use that name again. And yeah. knowing that Jerry's doing well in this. Well, he said, yeah, I, I love that scripture. And I read it and I say, God. So that, again, there's life in the study. Mm. There's actually interaction. And um, I think we're going to talk about that later. But that's what the next session is. It's 20 minutes uh, applied Bible study um, with lots of questions and interactions. Love it. I think that's a great description um, and really enjoy doing that each week. And I think like I said, it's, it's so easy to um, make it so much easier to train and appoint new leaders because the preparation has been done. The, the hard, the upfront study and the preparation, the questions and the, the scriptures are all there. Um, yeah, definitely. Um, very exciting. Um, okay, so that takes us to about 35 or 40 minutes. Um, so what's the last part of the group look like? <clears throat> the last part is prayer. And um, so we either pray over, we probably will pray over the study. What did we learn tonight about grace or no condemnation? Let's, but I, I, I say, you know, uh, every person, let's pray for just 30 seconds or mm. for a minute. What, whatever time you've got left, just, just apportion a it. Yeah. Um, and people say, what? You know, I want to pray more. I say, well, you can. When we finish, we can, we can keep praying. But let's, mm. we're going to finish at this time because yep. some people need to go. Mm. So going around praying short prayers over ourselves, over ourselves. God, I pray that I would overcome this. I will grow in you and I will. So there's personal prayer. Mm. And then we might pray also for um, people that we want to invite to church or connect group. Um, so praying for the unsaved if we have time as well. So that, that'll definitely be your 45 minutes. Closing mm. it closing it at 45 minutes as a leader saying we, we're now finished. Um, I will be staying for another 10 minutes or 20 minutes or whatever you, the leader has. Um, if you need to go, see you, see you next week. I'll stay on for a little bit longer. Now, most people, now I do, we do men's groups. Um, mm. Most people just go 
honestly. It's just like everyone, see ya, bye, 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 if it's on Zoom. If it's yeah. in the coffee shop, it's, well, I have to go. I've got an appointment. I've got to make it to work. So usually that exit point is almost everyone. Mm. And and in, in Tokyo and Osaka, I think most of our women also are going to work um, or, or going to put the kids at school, whatever it is. Mm. Like these are very busy lives. And that 45-minute shut-off gives everyone the chance to go or stay um, but most will go, and that's actually a good indication that it was good to finish at forty-five minutes. Yeah, <laughs> totally. <laughs> what do you, what do you find on that? You find the same? It's just, yeah, totally. Um, I think you know maybe for younger single people have a bit more freedom with their evenings and weekdays. Maybe um, maybe more people are sticking around and hanging out. Um, but I think yeah, especially people with families and um, full-time jobs, and I think most people. Um, uh, you know, just leave after that 45 minutes. But I think as well that there is, you know, we're seeing each other at, at church on Sundays and there's other points of community and connection. It's not like that's the only time we see these people as well. So I think yeah. when you put it all together, um, there's a great balance of you've got the program connect group, which is powerful and good, but then we've got these opportunities for people to spend time together and uh, yeah. kids to play together and all of that. So. Yeah, and we've also got the the messaging app, WhatsApp, or we use Line yep. in Japan, or whatever it is, to be able to just quickly, hey, pray for this, help. I'm going for a job interview, or whatever it mm-hmm. is. There is a, an opportunity to connect in the week, briefly, quickly. Yeah, not not 100%. a lot of time, just just briefly to be able to be a community. Yeah, yeah, it works very well. So. Awesome. Well, I think we've covered a lot of great stuff today. But um, anything you think we've missed that you want to talk about? Uh, connect groups in Lifehouse. Yeah, just the other ones, the Community Connect and the mm. Outreach Connect is really, I hope, to be a feeder towards getting to know Jesus. Yeah. But they'll start off as just fellowship and and I think that's a great thing to make friends. A lot of Christians mm. need to make new friends and also, you know, young men and women need to have a mixer where they meet people as well, Yeah, especially during the pandemic. It's been really good. So I, I do think those other Connect groups are really valuable and we have actually... You know, we actually have thousands of people in those connect groups, mm. and 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 some of them come and go, and, and others come back, and you know, it's very very dynamic. But I just want to say that there are different types of groups, mm. but to me, the goal is to get them into studying about Jesus, yeah, and about what He will do with their life. So, um, yeah, hope that helps. Fantastic, amazing, awesome. Well, thanks for your time, Pastor Ron. Always appreciate it. And uh, we'd like to pray for us just as we finish. Lord, I thank you that you communicate with us all the time through your word and by your Holy Spirit. And I pray where our hearts are open. And anyone who is hearing this and hasn't read your word for a while, I just pray there'd be some hunger, uh, just a, a burning heart to just open your word again and say, God, would you speak to me? Would you, would you speak again or looking at what you have already said? Lord, I pray for transformation, for excitement love of your word, and, and also for fellowship, really heart fellowship, the, the men getting together, the women getting together, and uh, young people. And um, I just really pray there'd be a passion for basic discipleship and growth in your church right across the world. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thanks for listening in, guys. Um, hope to see you soon. Thank you so much for joining us today. And if you enjoyed today's episode with Pastor Rod, why don't you subscribe on whatever platform you are listening to this and we'll see you next time.